Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Basic Witch. As always, I'm Cassie. How the fuck's it going? I hope you guys are having an amazing day. I hope that the holidays were phenomenal, that you had the best time ever, that everything went exactly as planned and you got what you wanted. My um, holiday was wonderful. Uh, we got to spend a lot of time with the kids. Uh, my family, for the most part, didn't argue. Um, you guys know I always talk about my extended family arguing a lot for no fucking reason and being fucking ridiculous. And they actually behaved pretty well this year. There's only a few little hiccups here and there, but they were easy to ignore and to move on. So I I was pretty happy with it all. Um, before we get started, if you hear some weird fucking noises in the background, uh, other than the ghostly noises that we hear, it is my computer. It is doing some important updates that is supposed to be able to fix the issues that I've been having. Um, I had to download some software shit and it's supposed to, like I said, fix all these problems. Um, it, it's making noises. I can't stop it. It's, it's been happening for a little bit now, but it has to continue with this update. Fuck. And this is one of the only times that I have to um, really record at the moment. So yeah, um, we're just going to ignore them. And it freaks me out because you guys know I've been doing DoorDash for a little bit. And it sounds like the DoorDash uh, noise. So I'm like, wait a minute. Do I have a dash? Am I dashing? So it, it's it's a little bit off. But yeah. So if you have those ignore them, I'll try to um, hit it as fast as I can to make it go away. Um, it just won't let me silence them. It's fucking weird. Because even with the volume down, they still are loud. I don't get it. But whatever. So yeah. So lots of uh, crazy things have been happening. Um, wonderfully crazy, but then also ghostly crazy. Um, things are insane. So I was, um, in the bathroom doing my hair and makeup and Alexa popped up and sent me a notification and said, we have detected a small child on, in the tattoo shop, because that's the name of the Alexa in the tattoo shop. Um, we've detected a small child requesting to play hide and seek. We need parental permission. I was like, um, what? Number one, uh, we, we have no small children. I didn't have my nieces or nephews or anything. I was home alone. It was just me and Skye, and she was asleep on the couch. So, yeah, um, that was a little freaky. And then I had finished in the bathroom, and you guys know I have the dreads going on, so I only have um, six little, uh, not little, um, scrunchies. They're, they're satin. There's three medium and three large. Those are the only ones I can wear in my hair right now because the others are way too small or they they bunch up. So it's just, I have these three, right? Or six, but yeah. So I finish up in the bathroom and I don't even have to get these out because I just have two out. I have one that's on my wrist at all times and then one more that just sits in my little um, vanity bowl. So I finished the bathroom, I come out, and I forgot something in there, so I go back in, and there are two brand new hair ties sitting on the vanity. Now, I know that I didn't get them out, because I would know if I did, and there's no way they could have been attached or I pulled it on something else and they came out, because these hair ties are in a glass mason jar with a fucking lid screwed on underneath other items. Like, they're on the bottom of a bunch of clippies and stuff. But not only that, they're underneath a second mason jar. Like, they're on the bottom of another mason jar. You have to open the lid and move everything to get to them. 
So how the fuck in like 10 seconds did two of these just fucking appear? I think the girls are playing with things. We um, also noticed Trav and I were sitting in the uh, family room having a conversation and we noticed the Christmas tree moving or the Yule tree, the tree that stays up year round, our family tree that we call it. Anyway, uh, yeah, it was moving. And yeah, so um, there's just been a lot of activity here. I don't know if they're upset because I took down all of the Christmas decor, like literally the next day of Christmas. Um, or, which all we really have was some black garland and some black poinsettias in our stockings. The rest of the stuff stays up here. Yeah, so I don't know what what got them all riled up, but they were, they've been very active, the two little girls. And I think Jack has been playing some uh, tricks and stuff. Cabinet door's been open, like that's normal. I mean, we just experience all the time. Lights will be on when they were not on. When we left that room, we'll come back in, light will be on. So yeah, it's getting fun in here right now. They are very active. I think they're maybe active for the new year. I don't know. Um, the veils are thin during the, the renewal. And so, I don't know. But they've been active. Uh, let me see what other business we need to take care of. Um, if anyone is interested, the Shopify store is called The Basic Witch by Cassie. I know a couple people had reached out and asked about it. There's a link on my personal page. Um, and my info and then I posted some um, posts with different links or with the links to it and there's some pictures and stuff but there's a lot more on the site itself and merch will be coming like I said probably towards the end of January I um, am getting everything set up for that so yeah things are things are rolling about and I just can't wait to get back out on the river on the paddleboard and out in nature I just want winter to go away I know this sounds so whiny babyish of me but Y'all, I am so fucking ready for summer and to just be out on the paddle boards, on the water, out in nature, and having a great time. So yeah, that, that's that's where we're at. So. Also, Spotify, I'm still having issues with the uploads, but I think this issue um, that I am loading on my computer now will help and should be able to fix it according to Spotify's um, help and shit that they gave me. We should be golden now after this. We should, we should be good. So all the episodes will be back, um, ready to go. For paid subscribers, you'll be a week ahead again. And bonus episode will be reloaded. And we should be golden, so yay. All right, curses. This has been a long-awaited topic. I put it off for a while because I have a lot of thoughts and feelings about curses and hexes and jinx. And I think we need to really, um, oh shit, really take a look at them and and talk about it all. So let's fucking go. All right, here we go. Curses, hexes, and jinxes. So a lot of people often refer to this kind of work as left-hand path or painful work. And honestly, you don't have, oh shit, you don't have to specialize in it. It doesn't have to be your main forte. Um, I do want to um, be really clear about a few things. Um, use with caution. Um, very important to use with caution. Um, be very clear with your intent and your target. And make sure that it is well-deserved. Um, 
we're going to get more into all of that here in just a few, but if you are not clear with your intentions and your target, it could land on someone else or even come back to you, and you don't want that. If you are not clear with the intentions part, uh, it could end up making their day somehow. I mean, we, you have to be very clear with this, and you also have to remember if you believe in karma and the rule of three um, of everything coming back. So that's a few things I just want to throw out before we get started um, and talk about. So what exactly is a curse or a hex or a jinx? Well, to be honest, there's a lot of different definitions and different mean, different fucking meanings. Sorry. Literal sense is any express wish that some form of bad or evil will befall someone or something. Um, commonly, you know, where bad things continue to happen to somebody for no reason, then they assume that they're jinxed or hexed or cursed. Now, we're going to break down the three real quick before we go any further. For the for the most part, I'm going to use the term uh, curse throughout the rest of this episode, but it can be any of the three depending on the level of severity. So, um, jinxes are more of like an annoyance. They're things that are like bring temporary discomfort. Think of like stubbing your toe, breaking a nail, um, minor inconveniences that, you know, just a little bit of discomfort, not like a whole lot of pain where, you know, you're dying of pain or anything like that. But things that are more annoying, that's more of a jinx. Um, a hex is more intense. Think like depression, uh, really bad anxiety, um, nightmares, night terrors, fighting with your loved ones to a point of like separation. Um, a lot of more longer lasting effects and a curse is the worst it is the most extreme and honestly the hardest to remove but it also can uh, cause death serious injury it can cause a lot of fucked up shit so just use caution make sure you are clear with your intentions before we go any further and you are ready to um, answer for your actions and creating a curse. So, before we go on, curses have really played a significant role in, in human history for fucking hundreds of years. Hundreds of years. Um, and when I say curses, I mean curses, jinx, and uh, hexes. For instance, the, um, the Chicago Cups. Some people call it a curse or a jinx, but they didn't make it to the World Series for like 108 years, and they finally went. That you know, a lot of people thought they were cursed or they were hexed or there was some kind of jinx placed on them. We can go on and on and on about some very famous and infamous curses and hexes and jinxes. I mean, there's tons. I do want to point out a few um, ones that some people have heard of and some that people may not have heard of, but I really think that it is uh, something that we should definitely look into for a second. All right, let's look at a few from the Bible first. So, one of the most infamous curses from the Bible was the monthly curse. Uh, it's from Genesis 3, 16 through 19. Adam and Eve were in the Garden of Eden, and she ate the apple, and she basically uh, cursed mankind forever. Uh, women were cursed with the pain of childbirth and having a monthly cycle and all that bullshit. And men were cursed with the toil of the ground. That's what men got out of that. 
I, you guys know my personal feelings on the Bible. I honestly think it's just um, evolution and the fact that we have to um, shed our lining in order to be able to produce a new egg to reproduce. But hey, you know what? That It's fine to each their own. The second one, the curse of the serpent. Uh, and this is Genesis 3, 14 through 15. The snake, a.k.a. Satan, was cursed for defying or deceiving Eve and making her eat the apple. And uh, the prophecy of enmity between, I know I fucked that word up, sorry, between the serpent and woman. So basically he was cursed that uh, women would hate the, the snake, would hate Satan. Yeah. Interesting. And the curse of Canaan. Canaan. I don't fucking know. C-A-N-A-A-N. Canaan. Canaan. Yeah. From the Bible, so. No. Genesis 9, 25 through 27. This one pisses me off. Noah cursed his son because Noah was drunk. Noah cursed his own son because Noah was drunk. So, his son... Canaan was cursed to be a servant to his brothers. Like, what the fuck? Don't make no sense. Another one, and I, uh, Tutikanan, Tutikanan, I, but let me look again, hang on. Tutikaman. Yeah, I looked it up earlier and then I forgot how to say it again. Tutikaman. So, what is to the commons curse? So this tomb was basically discovered literally undisturbed in 1923, which is a long time from Egyptian times, like a long fucking time. And it became like a fucking instant sensation. Everybody wanted to go there and see the tomb. They wanted to see the site. They literally wanted to be a part of this amazing fucking find because that's some crazy shit. That's old as fuck, right? So like I said, it became an instant sensation. And when it was open, it was found to be filled with treasures and surrounded by all the signs of a traditional pharaoh's burial. This was dope. Like, people were like, oh my fuck, man, this is amazing. Like, this is so awesome. Totally cool, right? Yeah, no. Soon after it was discovered and opened, the man who found it, uh, Howard Catron Carter, I'm so sorry, uh, Skyfield spilled a fucking... Um, and a rock star on my note there, so I, I can't read my writing. Uh, Carter, we'll go with Howard Carter. <laughs> and his team, so they straight up suffered misfortunes and all kinds of bad shit started happening in every new site that they went to. There was deaths, there were fires and floods, and like so much more people were injured constantly. Um, people straight up fucking died at these new sites, so things were collapsed. Um, just all kinds of bad shit happened. And this was because... They disturbed his tomb. Was not good. So that's why I see people post shit online and they'll be like, oh, I, you know, I found this jar and it's got all kinds of stuff in it and it's sealed. Should I open it? I found it in the middle of the woods. Fuck no, don't open that. That is another witch's curse or spell or some shit. And when you open it, you're fucked. So just don't be nosy. Just leave it where you saw it. Don't fucking touch it. Go home, take a salt bath, do whatever you gotta do. Yeah. Sage yourself some shit. Yeah. Be careful. Sorry, my... See, now my now my computer's making noises. It's sounding like text messages. 
I don't know what's up with it. We're just gonna ignore it. Anyway, the next one is the Bjorktrope runestone. I know I fucked that up, but I know that I pronounced the Bjork part right. Bjork Sounds good, right? Runestone. So this thing stands about 14 feet high and was erected in the 6th century. That's a long time ago. One side has an has the inscription, I see Perdit. Perditon. I see Perditon. The other side speaks to the um, power of the creator of the rune, the person who made it. And it basically insinuates anyone who disturbs the stone or breaks it or anything will be cursed by death and destruction. And people still fucking mess with it. Apparently they don't think anything bad's gonna happen to them or they think they're fucking invincible, but they are clearly wrong because people have fucking died from it. They have had tons of like just horrible things befall them and their family. Like it is not good. If something straight up says, if you fuck with this, you'll be fucked up. Don't don't fuck around and find out because you're going to and it's not gonna be good. Broken mirror curse. So we've all pretty much all of us have heard of um, the superstition about breaking a mirror and have seven years of bad luck we even talked about it in one of the previous episodes where we talked about um superstitions and beliefs and all those things but did you know that it had ancient roots i did not actually know this until not really long ago so the romans believed that the human soul would renew itself every seven years and that's actually a phenomenal belief i like that a lot and if you think about it we go through a lot of cycles and Looking back, seven years seems to be kind of right on that cycle. So anyway, this was thought to basically repair any suffering that you, like, that you had experienced during those times, those years, any trials and tribulations you went through. This was a time to repair that at the end of that seven-year cycle. They also believe that mirrors were the reflection to our soul. Kind of like when we talked about before about how mirrors are kind of like a portal. And then when you put mirrors across from each other, you end up with some fucking portal vortex. Crazy shit. That's why we don't do that. Yeah. So they thought, like I said, that the mirrors were a reflection to the soul. They thought that your soul um, basically renewed or refreshed every seven years. So when you broke a mirror, you you're thought to break your soul and then you have to go through the seven year cycle to renew your soul it's like even if you've already been through if you're at the end you've been through like six and a half years of this new cycle and you break a mirror you broke your soul now you have to start over and repair it so you're going to go through seven years of trials and tribulations and and a lot of rough times trying to repair that soul so that you can basically have a new one renewed again at the end of the seven years it's crazy but um it also makes sense in a lot of ways the next one is the roman curse tablets now these are fucking crazy romans used to uh, use lead tablets and they would inscribe them with a myriad of different curses in a variety of different ways and these were used to basically enlist the help of the dead and they would place these tablets on graves asking particular deities to seek revenge on someone so they would inscribe them asking a specific deity to come and call upon the powers of that deity to work with the dead to avenge their death or to bring back any um, vengeance for anyone who crossed that person so basically it was um, 
occurs from the deity honoring the person to bring malfeasance and misfortune to the intended target. They would also place these sometimes in a body of water, and those were a lot of times connected more to um, deities who were water deities or had some connection with uh, water. Cursed dolls, they're like voodoo dolls, kind of like poppets. Um, they were ancient Romans used these dolls. They used miniature dolls as effigies, um, and and they would do it of the target of their curse that they were wanting to do. Sometimes these were used with cursed tablets as well. They kind of did them um, like together, sometimes separately. But basically, to be effective, these dolls had to meet uh, a few specific requirements, a few stipulations. Uh, the doll must contain the target's name. The arms and legs must be twisted behind the torso. It must be skewed with nails. And the head and feet must be on backwards. I don't know why, but that was very important. Uh, these would be placed in a grave or buried near the target's home or placed again in a body of water. The James Dean and the Little Bastard Curse. It's kind of interesting. Um, kind of fucked up but so James Dean was an American actor um, back in like the 50s and in on September 30th 1955 he was actually killed in a car accident um, he was driving a silver Porsche that he named little bastard and it was hit by an oncoming vehicle so after that the car was sold or was sold and, and fixed and somebody else bought it and it was uh, involved in two other fatal accidents and two other injuries all within the first fucking year so a hot rod designer named george barris bought the car and as he had taken it to the mechanic shop to get like a tune-up and get everything make sure it was all going you know oil change and check up and all that shit the car fell off the fucking stilt things like the lift and broke the mechanic's fucking legs like that's insane it fell off that motherfucker and broke his legs it was later involved in another car accident that um kind of fucked it up a little bit so at this point they started to piece out the car and so shortly after that two different doctors bought one bought the engine and another bought the transmission from the car uh one of them one of those doctors was killed and the other was seriously fucking injured pretty fucking badly honestly um another person had bought the tires and all four fucking tires blew at the exact same time. Literally. All blew at the exact same time. Uh, the driver in that accident uh, was put into the hospital because that's some fucked up shit. And then another one had died. Uh, and all that was done in the first year. And then in the 60s, the shell of the car just up and fucking disappeared. <coughs> Sorry. It was on a truck um, being hauled. And so they basically had like these different displays across America. I think it was America. Yeah. Anyway, um, they had these different displays and they would, exhibits really, and they would take this car, the shell of it, and basically like the, the body. And they would take it to these different exhibits and have them set up. And then they would travel, you know, from here to there, different ones. Well, while it was on route to the next exhibit location, the truck carrying it was in an accident that killed the driver. But by the time that the police got there, the shell was fucking gone. Like, gone. Nobody really knows what happened to it. 
Some people speculate that somebody came along and stole it because the driver was dead. Uh, others speculate that the thing just fucking up and disappeared into thin air and took off. Um, yeah. A lot of people have a lot of different fucking thoughts on what exactly happened to the shell of that car, but nobody fucking knows. And finally, the last one I'm going to talk about as far as infamous curses and shit before we actually get into doing them and how they work and everything. The 27 Club. Now, this um, this is something that I've got a lot of different opinions on and thoughts on and still trying to speculate my own come up with a solid opinion because I have just a variety of opinions so 27 Club was basically a, a group of rock stars and famous people who all died at the age of 27 um, they were said to be cursed and knew that they would not continue on past the age of 27 um, there are a lot of different theories as to what happened or why um some of the most famous members jimmy hendrix kurt cobain brian jones jim morrison amy winehouse janice joplin uh kurt cobain didn't kill himself i don't give two fucks what any body named courtney love says he didn't kill himself so yeah um Jim Morrison, Amy Winehouse, Janis Joplin, Kurt Cob- or, uh, Jimi Hendrix, those were all ODs, I believe. Um, it was also said that they had a white lighter in their pockets when they died, and that was supposed to be another curse or a jinx to have a, a white lighter in your pocket, or to have a white lighter. That would, uh, especially if you were like a famous rock person, you carrying a white lighter in your pocket at the age of 27 was supposed to be um, definitely a curse and you're just cursing yourself to death but that's that's a whole situation um i don't know how i really feel about that situation but yeah so but yeah those are some of the more infamous ones there's a lot of them honestly i just don't i think we would be here for three hours just talking about famous curses and shit and i'd rather talk about curses and how to how to do them and prevent them and, and get rid of them and all of that so we're gonna end with that part of it but yeah so, like I said, there are many types of curses and hexes and jinx. We we throw that word around a lot. Curse, I'm going to curse you, or, oh, they put a curse on me, or... And a lot of times, if you're like me, when people first meet you and they don't really know you, they just know, like, oh, that's the, the town witch, you know? Instantly, they think you're going to curse them. Or if they start having bad things happen to them, they think you cursed them. They think you hexed them or jinxed them. They think you did something... And a lot of people just see us as witches and think, oh, yep, they're going to curse us, or oh, she's going to curse us, or he's going to put a curse or a hex on us, or blah, blah, blah. And when you find true love as a witch, um, a lot of people think that you put a spell on them, or you, you know, you curse them to be with you, and it, it's just, you hear so much bullshit and so much stupid shit that it's fucking annoying. Very fucking annoying. Again, before we continue on, I just want to remind everyone to be very, very careful when doing these. Um, if you so choose to move forward with doing a curse or a hex or a jinx, clear intentions, clear target, clear, 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 so it does not come back and bite you in the ass. Also, be prepared for karma because she will be making an appearance. Alright, so let's go and take the break and get it out of the way because we're going to dive into all the fun shit next. Next. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back. All right. So like I said, there are many, many, many types of different curses and hexes and jinx out there. And they range in severity from, you know, minor inconvenience to death and destruction. But they basically do that because of you, your intent and what you put into them or what the person who, my bad, who has set the curse or hex or jinx on you has intended. So honestly, when we break it down, it's all about power of mind, intent, all of those things. Um, honestly, many times our words are honestly effective enough to really fuck somebody up. Think about it. So think about you're having a squat with somebody, a squat, a uh, squabble, a fucking issue, whatever. You guys get into it, and somebody says, you know, I curse you, and every bad thing that happens to you is because of me, or I jinx you, or I hex you, whatever. And then that later that day, you go about and you stub your toe, break a nail, and then you trip, or drop something, or get a flat tire. Or something inconveniences you. Anything that could be spun in a negative or bad way, you will believe is because of the curse. So you basically are letting that, just those words, sink right into you. And then you'll continue to look for the bad in everything and ignore the good because you've got it in your head. Uh, they curse me, it's real. Like I've been jinxed, I've been hacked, hexed. It's real, and then you're only going to look for the bad things. So sometimes it's simple as just telling someone you did it, and it's they're gonna, it's just gonna. Oh shit! Hang on. Sorry. It's just gonna take its course after that. It's just literally going to continue until you realize, or they realize, whatever way you're doing it, that it's not actually there. It's just words that can be removed. I mean, it is there, yes, but we intensify it by letting it into our mind and only looking for the red cars and ignoring the white ones. And this actually happens a lot more than we think it does. We will see a pattern of things happening and bad luck going through, and we instantly will have in the back of our heads, whether we believe it or not, or we fully lean into it, we think, man, am I cursed? Am I hexed? Am I jinxed? Did, you know, is this karma coming back? We instantly put ourselves in that spot. And then if we don't look at the good or we don't try to get out of it, it's only going to get worse because it's going to consume us. So being on the other end of the curse or the hex or the jinx, it does play a fucking role on our mental health as well. So definitely something to um, think about of how the power of our words can really make a huge fucking impact on things and affect us in ways that... Uh, we probably aren't ready for. We also, I think we need to go ahead and throw this out there, a lot of us are doing cursing 
but not really cursing, more like a hexing or jinxing spell quite often and not even really realize what we're doing. And we're doing that through binding or freeze spells. And it really, I mean, it, it could be definitely considered to be a curse or a hex or whatever you want to categorize it as, but yeah. So basically, when we bind somebody or we freeze somebody, we're preventing them from doing their magic. We are stopping them from doing any harm to us, any magic to us. It's kind of like preventative magic, really. We're stopping it before it um, gets worse or, you know, we're stopping it from continuing. But really, it is the same because we are, we are interrupting their magic. We are stopping their magic before it can happen. And so some people do consider binding and free spells as, um, you know, left-hand path as, as that way. So that is definitely how you look at it. You could choose to look at it that way. You could choose not to look at it that way. Um, I look at it as hexing for a reason. Um, they definitely need it. If I went to the links to stop someone with a binding or a free spell, they definitely deserved it because I try not to mess with people's, um, their own magic or anything they do in general. I try to, uh, to kind of let that be, but in situations like that, yeah, people really need to be stopped. If it's something that's really big, I will step up and I do a binding spell or a free spell because I need it to stop whatever's happening. So setting a uh, curse or a hex or jinx is really simple. It's as simple as any other spell that you might create or perform, honestly. So there's just a few things that you really need to make sure that you have. Um, you just need to add the right ingredients, um, something related to them, a picture, a hair, or a hair, a piece of hair, clothing, um, an object of theirs, or something that, you know, um, represents them, or even just their name, or a poppet, similar to the pop episode we're talking about. And then you create your spell around them and their actions that you want for the outcome. Now, this is again where it's really important that you make sure that you are clear with your intent, that you are clear with your target, and that you are very precise with what you're wanting to happen. Clarity is incredibly important when performing any time of um, left-handed path work. You have to, have to, have to make sure you are really on target and clear because you don't want to come back at you. That's one thing we definitely don't want is to have it returned to sender. Um, think of sending a letter out, you put the wrong fucking address on it, it's not legible, it's very unclear where it goes, they're going to return it to the address in the corner of the return address. Same thing with these kind of curses and hexes and jinx and all that. You send it out, it's not clear where it's going, it's going to come right back and bite yourself, bite you in the ass. So definitely want to make sure we are being very clear and concise with it we are sure of what we're doing who we're targeting and that we are ready and prepared for whatever might come back at us in return for that work that is something that a lot of people don't consider when we start talking about um curses and hexes all this shit because it's going to come back um, whether you believe in karma or the threefold law something is going to come back now when people deserve it, it's not necessarily going to be, come back in a bad way. It's going to come back as a karmatic, karmatic event. Um, and if you are confused by any of that, go back and listen to our um, episode on karma and the rule of three, how all of that works and how 
you know, everything goes in with that. So, um, again, just before you do any cursing or hexing or any type of uh, jinxing, anything like that, please, please, please take precautions, use protection. Um, like I said, things can backfire or go askew very quickly, very easily. What in the fuck was that? I don't even know what's happening in this house anymore. Weird shit. Uh, make sure you are taking preventative steps to keep yourself safe. Cast a circle. Use salt, crystals, herbs, whatever your preferred protect that protection method is. Make sure you are keeping yourself safe. You do not want anything to come back at you. Um, Again, I'm going to remind y'all, keep karma in mind. I know we all have, you know, different views on karma and the rule of three, but again, just take a moment to, to get your feelings straight before you start to do any hexing or cursing or anything. Make sure your, your thoughts, your feelings, your, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Your view on all of that is very clear and precise and you understand the fine print that comes along with cursing and hexing. Uh, now again, <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes we're helping karma out. Like I said, some people do deserve this. Um, some people deserve to get what is coming to them. And I know that sounds rude. That sounds bad. But I mean, think about it. You have someone out here just doing harm left, right, and center. And it seems like karma's never coming. Maybe we just need to help a little bit. I'm not saying that is for you to go out and you know, be a vigilante and hex and, and curse everybody, but I'm just saying, like, you know, some people fucking deserve it, and I think you'd be good. I do know that I have been on the receiving end of a few hexes, definitely a lot of jinxes, but, um, no real bad, bad curses. Um, I've had people try, but they didn't really work. Um, and that goes back to our whole preventative magic. Um, so if you want to go check that episode out, if you have not listened to it, that is something that I take very seriously. So that's why I'm always trying to be on top of it and trying to, um, prevent shit from happening. So one thing people always ask is, how can I tell if I've been cursed? How can I know? Well, there's, there's a lot of different signs of, you know, cursed, jinx, whatever. Um, it really just depends on each situation they're going to be different also good a few signs um number one you've been experiencing unusual bad luck uh, first and foremost if someone says i curse you or i put a curse on you then that's a good sign that you've been cursed or hexed or jinxed so um start there that, that's an obvious sign um <laughs> but yeah uh, if you've been experiencing unusual bad luck if you've been feeling sick a lot lately and not, and that's not normal for you or out of the blue, just weird feelings like that. Um, nightmares, some people have them normally, but some people when they get hexed or whatever, they will start to develop really bad nightmares, night terrors, um, a variety of different things can happen in our sleep. We can start to have dreams about the curse. Uh, and a lot of times we will have spirits sending us messages trying to alert us that we've been cursed or hexed or jinxed um listen for and watch out for your uh spirit animals your animal guides to maybe send you some signs as well uh, if you start having um a sense of being watched a lot that is something that 
you'll feel because it's almost as if the universe is working against you and watching you. Spirits are watching you so that they can, you know, jump in and, and do some work with this, uh, this curse or whatever you have on you. If you start to have a lot of weird or strange uh, occurrences with animals, now I know that sounds really weird, but if you start to have a sense where like, you know, you're on your way to work and you normally see like a deer or, or you know, a raccoon or a squirrel or something like that, but then you start seeing a lot of animals that's unusual, or you start having any weird things where you, you feel like the animals are watching, you see them watching you, you see animals that you would normally see like out and about or um, different things, that's, that's usually a sign that animals are trying to send you a message or a warning or trying to alert you that something is going on, something is, is off, something is not right, that's a great time to kind of, a great sign to kind of open your eyes and, and maybe take a look to see what's happening broken glass showing up in places. This is something that um, I have noticed every time that I've had a hex put on me. I've noticed that there's been broken glass that'll just randomly show up in different areas. I'll find just like a random piece of glass that's broken here or there'll be, you know, an actual glass break in the house and I'm not sure how or just random things. It seems like I'm always coming across broken glass uh, when I'm, when I've been hexed and it's kind of bothersome now when I do see broken glass because now my brain is instantly like, all right, what the fuck? Who, who put a hex on me? Like, who did I piss off? Who's mad? Um, it, it, <laughs> this kind of gets you, you get to the point where you just start seeing signs everywhere and it just keeps you on alert all the time. It's not fun, but uh, I've noticed that a lot of people hex others out of jealousy and then they, that is when they get the return. That is when they get a you know a partial return to sender or karma comes back and takes care of them later for that reason um, a lot of people have different you know issues with it and different action interactions but some people just hex out of jealousy and that is never okay it's just gonna end badly for everyone um, maybe you were getting messages or signs from spirits you're getting these thoughts or visions or you're hearing audio audible uh, sounds and, and messages a lot of times a lot of our our signs are going to come to us in a dream in a vision and sleep you might see something you might read something wrong even um, I have done that so many times read something wrong and it had been a sign and when you go back and look at it it's clear as day what it was supposed to be but your brain just changed it because your brain knew what was up and what was happening so um, that's definitely something to to keep in mind to watch out for and to be aware of random negative thoughts this is one that gets people going a lot and you have to remember especially this time of year we're getting ready to get into heavy winter here um, in certain areas of the world if you are in the southern hemisphere you I think it's southern hemisphere I'm really bad with this part uh, like Australia y'all are in summer and I'm so jealous um, I want to swap places with you anyway um, yeah so here we're getting ready to get into cold heavy winter and that means seasonal depression that means it is going to be you know gloomy and dark and cold and just ugh. and people do start to have negative thoughts during that time frame because of the 
weather because the situation is after Christmas, everybody's broke. Um, it's just, you know, Valentine's is coming up. Some people are sad because they're alone or, you know, different things going on like that. So it is, um, it is something that you need to kind of, to be able to distinguish the difference if this is normal negative thoughts for the situation at the time of year, or if, um, the, uh, um, it's someone's curse or hex, you know? Another sign is if you've had unexpected or unexplainable issues in any of your relationships. Um, a lot of times when people do a curse or a hex or anything like that on someone, it's usually intended to go after a relationship issue. They want to cause you the most pain, discomfort, and agony that they can and that is one amazing way to do so is by fucking with someone's relationship and again uh like i said before a lot of the curses and hexes and jinxes come out of um excuse me they come out of jealousy unfortunately some people just can't handle things and that's that's their attack method so if you have strange objects randomly showing up say you um glass side and you happen to find some random item in your yard or next to your door or just random stuff like that um if you happen to just see random shit in places it doesn't belong um not only in your home but just around and in areas in general of where you are this may be a sign of uh, a curse or a hex and this could be from somebody placing that item there to um to fuck with you or it could be um somebody literally or the i'm sorry the spirit's literally trying to give you a sign so there's a lot of different reasons as to why those objects could be appearing it just really depends on the situation um if you notice your personal items are missing you start having things come up missing again this is a similar situation this could be the person fucking with you and actually um, taking items away from you to add to their um their curse box or bag or whatever it is they're doing their pocket whatever it is that they're using to curse you or hex you um or it could be deities working with that um deities or spirits working with the person who cursed or hexed you to kind of fuck with you in a way um bad omens you're just having random you know bad omens popping up left right and center different things um also look for witch bags hex bags curse bags a lot of um, witches in, in different areas will use a, a hex bag. Um, some people don't notice them. It's actually funny because on an episode of Super uh, Supernatural, yeah, they were talking about, well, I don't remember his name, um, the hot one. I guess they're both hot, but the blonde. My God, how do I not remember their names? Sam. Dean. Dean. Uh, was talking about how he hated witches and he they knew they were cursed and they were trying to find the hex bag the witch's bag and they found it it was in their car shoved up in there but they will hide them in random spots they will hide it in your house they will hide it outside your house they can put it in your car they can put it underneath inside it like up underneath your car um some witches will go to extreme lengths to really get their point across and fuck with you so use caution on that and really um be careful because you don't know what is going on and you want to dispose of that in a very cautious careful way because they may also have it set up as like a quote-unquote booby trap so that when you touch it or open it it fucks with you more so just use caution if you do find a hex bag and 
yeah if you're not really sure what to do you can reach out and we will work through it together you can also seek guidance via divination um, to see if you can get any answers that way you can turn to your cards you can turn to the pendulum the speaking board reach out to ancestors deities whatever you feel comfortable doing see if you can get any type of um, answers that way you can always do the egg test um, so the egg test is pretty well known a lot of people have different ways of doing it a lot of different um, executions out there of how it goes do what works best for you this is how i usually do it um, i take a raw egg and i sweep it downwards uh, downwards all over my body kind of as if i'm like getting out of the shower and i'm drying off after a shower i kind of take that towel like it's a towel and rub it down my body and then crack an egg into a glass of water if the egg is black you're definitely cursed like it's straight up you are cursed oh hang on sorry about that that was my kid called me i thought it was an emergency because he knew i was recording so i was kind of shocked that he called he just got his first ticket ever for going eight miles over the speed limit and going like a half a foot above the line for the stop sign and of course i told him it's because it's the end of the month and he was straight panicked because he's never been pulled over he's never had a ticket he's never had anything like that so he was just a little scared and didn't know what to do <laughs> he's a little upset he's forgetting now though so he said the cop was being very rude um telling him how he's out here to keep these streets safe and going on and on as two guys literally drove by him at the same time like racing and the night before that they had a dude out there shooting fucking gun out in the in the street at their fucking apartment complex so yeah um he, he's a little upset spaghetti but you'll have that so anyway so what you want to do is you want to um, crack the egg into the glass after you rub it on you. If it's black, like I said, you're definitely cursed. Like it is, yeah, it, it, you're cursed. It's it's there. Um, if there's any webbing or bubbling, it's kind of a bad sign, but also means that it isn't evil. So that's uh, you know, that, that's that's decent. Um, not that bad, or isn't that evil? I should say it's not that bad because black is is bad. You don't want black but if it's you know any webbing or bubbling like I said it's bad signs but it means it's not that bad if that makes you feel any better it's not that evil uh, if the egg sinks with no bubbles or no webbing you are good it's something that you've got um, going on it, it's a mental curse and they've got it on your mind and you can get out of it very easily there are a lot of ways to get out of curses. Let's talk about them. So depending on how bad it is, um, there are a lot of really easy steps to take to break the curse or the hex or the jinx. Um, if it is a mental attack, first thing you need to do is do some self-care and focus on affirmations, positive thinking. We're getting rid of the red cars. We're focusing on white cars only literally looking for the silver linings everywhere constant constant positive 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 um throw some selenite out do some incense get your space going and you know whatever it is you need to do to get yourself in a happy nirvana type zone i want to apologize if this episode sounds a little choppy or my voice sounds different in different areas um the computer shut off on me like uh twice and it has now been like six hours since I um, 
was talking about the uh, egg test and I just not got it back up so we are here um, yeah and now I feel like shit so if I start to cough or something um, I'm gonna pause it so I may sound weird but yeah I had like this weird chest pain now came on um, sick out of nowhere so that's fucking weird but Honestly, that is par for the course of weirdness happening around here. So we're talking about breaking curses, and like I said, depending on how bad they are, uh, there's some simple steps to take to break the curse or the hex or the jinx. Try changing the thought. That's where I think I left off. But changing your thought processes could be as simple as being a mental curse or hex or jinx um, that oftentimes is one of the, the most common cases where someone has just said it and basically we have allowed those words to curse ourselves. So do whatever you need to do um, to make yourself feel calm, to reach your nirvana spot and just kind of feel that, that calm and tranquil feeling that you will need to make you feel better, make you feel like you broke it. You can also take a rosemary bath. So you want to start by taking a shower and wash off all of the negative energy and send it down the drain. We're going to get rid of all of the um, bad aura that's around us, the bad juju. So we're going to take a shower, start with taking the shower, and then we're going to fill the tub with warm water or hot as fuck water. I prefer hot as fuck water. I want to be like scalding fucking hot in the shower and the bath. Um, and then you're gonna fill in, add in two cups of Epsom salt and in about 10 drops of rosemary oil. Um, you can add whatever herbs that you want to for relaxation. Some people choose to add um, like lavender or eucalyptus. It's honestly whatever you choose. The rosemary is just really good for releasing negative energy and kind of blocking any of it from coming back and it just helps kind of clean, cleanse it away from you. So add those in, your choice of whatever you want. You can have more oils, more herbs, light some candles, whatever you need to do to hit your comfort spot. Relax and let the curse just kind of melt off of you. Doing a smoke cleanse, you can use sage, rosemary, mugwort, um, Palo Santo, whatever you choose to use, whatever is your thing. And then you're just kind of, kind of, you're just going to kind of um, cleanse your heart and, you know, and your body and your soul and all the parts of you. Create a protective salt barrier. Uh, this is similar to casting uh, like a salt circle to protect yourself in your space. Sometimes when I feel like something is coming out for me, I will do like a full cleanse of my home. I will, you know, do a full sage of my home, cleanse everything, and then I will put salt around my home. Um, if I really feel like somebody has done some really dirty shit, I go all out with salt. Um, sorry about that. Um, that's my kid. <laughs> full on with the salt and make a, basically a circle around my entire fucking house. Window seals, everything, because some people are very reluctant to giving up they just will not give up um it will keep going and trying everything so if you are preventative after you cleanse it and get rid of it if you take preventative measures to prevent it from coming back then you're kind of protecting yourself you know and again go back to the preventative uh, magic episode it has a lot of 
um, great information in about how to, you know, look for all that. Burn bay leaves, cinnamon, dragon's blood, incense, any of that stuff that you feel drawn to. Again, there's no wrong way to be a witch, so I may be saying, you know, bay leaves, cinnamon, dragon's blood, and you may be thinking um, eucalyptus and uh, lavender and fucking peppermint or something is what you feel drawn to for those things. Honestly, it's it's about you and what you feel and what makes you feel protected. So, literally, go with your gut. Go with what you feel drawn to. Uh, carry black salt with you, on you. Um, this is something that I do when I feel like things are high, when I feel tensions are up, when I feel anybody may have some ill will towards me and I do get that from time to time not as much anymore because I'm not working with the public as much as I used to be um, I'm not spending near as much time in public at all but that is something I've noticed uh, people are sometimes just fucking asses for no reason so I will um, when I start to feel like that I will carry black salt with me usually just like a little packet of it and again, if you're not familiar with black salt, it's super easy to make. You literally just take ashes and add it to your regular salt. That's that's it. Like it's very simple. Um, I know people sell it on Etsy. They sell it on different things where they made it, but it's it's really something that's so simple and easy to make yourself, and you're not going to be wasting a ton of money to do so. Uh, again, look for a hex bag and get rid of it. That is something that is. A lot of people kind of overlook when they get rid of the curse, they do everything. They get rid of all the, the the bad juju, the bad energy, but it keeps coming back and they can't figure out why or how or what's going on. And it's because there's a hex bag involved or a witch's bag or a curse bag or whatever um, you opt to call it. But that is something that happens quite often. Uh, people keep finding them later after it's been a while and things just keep coming back and back and back. So definitely, if you are having any issues, that is really something to kind of keep in mind, to keep an eye out for, to look for, and to check for. If you've done all the other steps and you can't figure out why it's not going away, why you're still feeling cursed or hexed or, or jinxed, look for a bag. You can perform a return to sender spell. This is very simple. You see a small piece of paper, um, a black pen or a marker, a white candle, a fireproof ball, ball and fireproof bowl or your cauldron um, and then something to light the candle with so you're gonna find a quiet spot and you're gonna light the candle and you really want to be in a calming state of mind when you do this and I know that's really hard to do if you know you're under a curse or under attack so try your best to um, just find a calming time frame a quiet place then you're going to light the candle and take a few deep breaths and center yourself. And then you're going to write down whatever quote-unquote symptoms that you have or have been experiencing on the paper. And try to be clear because, again, this is another um, issue. If you are writing down random things and you're not really clear, it's going to send back to them just some mumbo-jumbo and not really take out everything that you're having trouble with. So... Just like if you're going to curse someone or hex them, when you go to do a return to sender spell, you want to be very clear with your intent and your target. And even if you don't know who actually sent it to you, that's okay. You can still um, put out the target and you 
you can quote unquote address it to the person who cursed me or hexed me or jinxed me or whatever. Um, it will find its way back once you are you know, clear about that part of it. But be clear about your quote unquote symptoms and the things you've been experiencing and the fact that you've been cursed, hexed, or jinxed, whichever, or all you can add in all three for safety. But we're going to return that to the sender and that kind of sends our spell back to them and it may end up backfiring on them and how it can curse them or or come at them or it may just you know fall at them and and be done from there so anyway um after you wrote everything on there and have been very clear you want to hold the paper in your hands and you're going to visualize the curse literally leaving your aura and returning to the sender known or unknown just visualize a person of of a shadow if you need to if you don't know who it was and then you're going to say, by the power of the universe, I cast this spell. Return to cinder, it's not mine to dwell. With harm to, excuse me, with harm to none and intentions pure, I send it back, this I'm sure. May it find its origin, it is clear to see, and be returned, so let it be. Or you can say, so mote it be, or whatever you're choosing, whatever words you choose. That's just a sample. You can do your own return to sender. If you have your own, if you want to come up with your own, this again is just a suggestion. It's not required that it has to be this exact incantation or combination at all. It can literally be whatever works best for you. So then you're going to light the paper blaze with the candle and place it in the cauldron or the fireproof bowl, whatever you have, and let that fucker burn. And we're going to let it burn for a while. And then you're going to dispose of the, the ashes however you wish. So you can literally throw them in the trash. You can bury them. You can flush them. You can blow them in the wind. Whatever the fuck you want. Um, a lot of people are different. A lot of people have different um, thoughts on how to get rid of them. It's really a personal choice. And what you feel works best for you what is your go-to method what you just feel more comfortable with completely up to you you can do an egg cleanse um and there's many ways to do this so 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 many ways lots and lots and lots of people have their own egg cleanse um you know spell go with what works best for you i'm going to tell you the one that i use the one that i like but use and do whatever works best for you. If you are trying out the one I'm suggesting and you get through part way through it and you realize that you don't like it, you can change it and you can do what feels right for you because it's not going to work if it doesn't feel right, if it doesn't feel comfortable. I can tell you all day long every spell on my fucking book of shadows, but it ain't gonna be a goddamn thing if you don't feel it when you do it. That's the beauty of witchcraft. There's no right or wrong way. Everybody is right because it's what works best for you. All right, so with egg cleanse, I feel like a cold, eggs a cold egg works best. Um, that's just my opinion. I've done warm eggs, I mean, obviously in the fucking heat of the summer, but I like to put, I like to work with like a really cold egg. So, you know, start by cleansing, grounding, and centering yourself. You might be, maybe do like a little meditation for a little clarity. Whatever you need to do to get in that zone. I also, if, if the weather is um, allowing me to, if there's no snow on the ground, 
I like to go barefoot outside for a little bit and kind of connect to Mother Earth and feel the power of the universe and the earth coming through my feet um, and just really connecting that way before I do anything like this. So what you're going to do is you're going to hold the egg and you're going to say positive affirmations to yourself. You can do this out loud or in your head or whatever you feel comfortable doing. I know that sometimes you just can't say things out loud or sometimes you just don't want to say it out loud and that's okay if you want if you need to say it in your head or recite it in your head that's absolutely fine. So you're gonna take the egg, we've we've cleansed ourselves, we've ground ourselves, we've centered ourselves, we've held the egg, we're saying wonderful affirmations to ourselves, positive vibes, we're basically hyping ourselves up with fucking compliments galore. Alright? We're gonna, we're gonna take the egg and we're gonna start with our four on we're gonna start at our foreheads. And we're gonna take the egg, press it against our forehead lightly. You don't have to like bash the motherfucker on there. We're gonna put it on our head, our forehead, and then we're gonna run up our skull and down the back of our head, down our shoulder blades, and then down each arm. And then we're gonna crack the egg into the toilet and then flush that motherfucker. I like to add a few drops of oil when I do this, kind of for protection uh, to the toilet. I know that sounds really weird. So I rub the egg all over me and then I cracked it into the toilet and I will add, it just depends on what mood I'm in, but nine times out of 10 I'm adding lavender just because you guys know how I am with lavender, but nine times out of 10 I'm adding some, a little bit of lavender oil in there and then you are going to flush that motherfucker down. Get rid of that bitch. I like to flush it again afterwards just to make sure that like it's not hanging out in my pipes, it's not chilling there. Cause you know sometimes stuff doesn't go all the way away, like it'll chill in the pipes. So I like to flush it a couple times and make sure we've washed that bitch away. Like we're taking that fucking curse out of here, like off my property in general. So this rids all the negative energy and the oil will dispel the bad energy from basically re-entering the water supply because here in town, I don't know how it is in other places, uh, but here in town, we put anything down the toilet, anything, bodily functions and all, down the toilet, it goes through the pipes, down the sewer system to the sewer plant, where it is clean, cleansed and purified and then turned back into water. Again, another reason why I don't drink city water, I only drink spring water. But I don't want that negative energy going into the water supply and even though it's just a small amount that curse is just a tiny amount that is coming from my home into the back into the giant fucking sewer system i don't want it to be even slightly a watered down version i don't want any of that to come back and spread to anybody else that's just my own personal thing it's just a hang-up i have um if you were just good with throwing the bitch in the, in the toilet and flushing it, that's great. I'm happy for you. Go for that. I personally, it's just a hang up I have. I have to, I have to do something to dilute it and to dispel it and really just get it, stop it from spreading anywhere else. And so the next part is completely up to you. It's what you want to do with them. But I bagged the shell, the shells. I bagged the shells and I'll bury them if it's, um, 
the weather permits and the ground's not frozen or trash if you know if, if the ground is frozen solid i'll throw them in the trash but do what you will it is completely up to you make any adaptation of that do with what works best for you go with your gut go with your instincts trust yourself to know what to do do the first thing that pops in your fucking head don't second guess it just fucking go for it you have the magic inside of you you just have to trust yourself so so again i don't like to curse um i don't like to let a curse take over my life don't want to take over your life they are removable do not let it consume you do not let when someone says i curse you don't let it you curse yourself with that don't let that mental game get in your head when somebody says that we're gonna just look at the positives we are going to ignore the shit that you know the little things that we could turn into being a sign we're going to just take steps to prevent things to take preventative steps before the bad shit starts to happen we're going to you know, take some steps of protection we're going to do whatever we need to do to make ourselves feel comfortable and safe do daily affirmations stay alert to any harm that could possibly be out there again we have a lot of shit going on with the internet right now the internet can be a fucking amazing place a wonderful tool it also can be a fucking cesspool so we really need to be vigilant and aware and alert and kind of keep our guard up to people. Um, there are a lot of people who just want to do harm all the way around. I actually got a message um, a couple weeks or so ago from a scammer who was wanted to tell me a message from my ancestors and all this stuff and then when they actually like read my profile and realized who i was they were like oh and then blocked me it happens at least two or three times a month it's fucking funny it's sad but funny but people are always out there and some of these people are actually legit and they just are evil and want money from you so they're gonna curse you when you don't fall for their scam again use curses with caution um put yourself in that spot first would you deserve to be cursed for the shit that you're doing to somebody else? Um, just please be care careful. Use protection. Make sure if you are doing a curse or X or anything like that, that you're very clear with your intentions. Your target is very clear. Everything is clear so you do not get it sent right back to you. Uh, again, y'all. It is up to you what you believe if you believe in karma the rule of three whatever you believe in but remember if you do believe in any of those remember that uh they come back with the vengeance and strong as fuck and karma the rule of three they don't fuck around so just be careful be prepared um but again some people do deserve to be cursed so um just gonna leave that right there for that part um because it's true some people truly do deserve to be cursed and that's on them and they know that they do so they know what's coming it should not be a shock or surprise to them at all when shit goes awry so that is all i have for this episode guys i hope you guys had an amazing time i hope everything's going wonderful for you guys i'm gonna go take some medicine um because i have a very 
long few days ahead of me of shit to do, so I'm gonna take some meds and try to feel better. Uh, I'm sure I'll shortly. Sinus infection time, so you know. Alright, guys, as always, if you need anything, reach out to thebasicwitch2020 at gmail.com. You can find me on TikTok, thebasicwitch2020. You can find me on Instagram, Cassie the Basic Witch. YouTube, Cassie the Basic Witch. You can find me on Facebook, Cassie Godfrey. You can join our Facebook group, The Basic Witch. Um, if you want to become a paid subscriber for 99 cents a month, you get access to content, uh, ad free content a week early and you also get bonus episodes and I think we finally may have this this thing finally stopped updating so I think we may finally be golden now and be able to be back on track so this will be the last episode for the new year so when I talk to you guys next time it will be 2024 please be safe out there um please have a wonderful new year's and do not forget to blow cinnamon in your door on the first. Don't do laundry on the first. You might wash a family member away if you believe that superstition. Do a tarot reading for the year on the first and just enjoy yourself. Set some amazing fucking intentions for the year. And we're going to make this a year of self care. All right? I doth declare this is the year of self care. So it is what it is. Alright guys, I'm going to take some meds. Bless me, love you, bye!